You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, post-game podcast for March 11th. Boomer and Carton show long done. So here we are, me and Al. So nice to have you. Uh, you guys ended the show quite interesting today, talking about Rob Ryan. I know this was on your show sheet, and you guys didn't get to it until the very end. So if you guys missed it, that's because you turned the show off too early, and that's your stupid mistake. So you can say your mistake. You apologize. But uh, that was interesting. I was in the studio with Joe and Evan, and I heard the guys talking about it, about Rob Ryan's son with a six-pack. And he's a male model. And I'm with Craig. How the hell does someone from those genes end up like that? Though the, well, the mother must be very attractive. Yeah, but the dad's not. The dad is not. Although if he took care of himself, he would be attractive. He has I, nice flowing hair. He has nice eyes. I, no, I don't disagree with that. I'm talking about this kid must really work hard to not be big. Because look what Rex had to do to get trim and fit. And by the way, as good as Rex looks, Rex isn't a thin guy. He had half his stomach removed or tied or whatever the hell they staple. do. Staple. I think they staple Is that what it was? I know there's a bunch of different it. ways you can do it now. I don't know, man. I think I great, good for him because that's hard stuff. And I wonder, you, you wonder this, though, about this kid who's a male model now, Rob Ryan's son, is in when, in when at what point in his life will he become Rob Ryan? Because I look at this all the time with women I date, Jerry, and they always say, look at the mother. Right. And sometimes there are these really beautiful women and when you look at the mom, the mom's a bit of a disaster. And then you, in your dating life with this girl, you you see pictures of the mom when the mom was younger. Oh, look at my mom when she was 19, smoking hot like the daughter. And at some point around oh, along the line, we all turn into our parents. It's so funny you say this because I just had this conversation with a very good friend of mine the other day, as a matter of fact. I agree with you if you let yourself go and you just follow down nature's path. That having been said, if you see, if you Albert Aloysius Dukes, what the hell's your middle name? Michael. Oh, that's right, Al Michaels. I forgot. If you Al Michael Dukes did nothing, you very well will end up looking like your dad. I think I will end up looking like my father if I just kind of play life out. I think our wives, our girlfriends, in your case, your future wife or girlfriend, will look like their mom if they just go through life. I do think, though, you can actually gear yourself to look a certain way. In my case, I think if I, you know, like my dad is, uh, we're basically the same height. I'm a little taller than he is. The hair is going to be what the hair is. That's fine. I, I get that. But in terms of weight gain, he eats the way he wants to eat. He's not a large man, but he's not thin either. I think I can work on that. I think I, and I try to, I work out four or five days a week just so I don't, you see how fast I gain the weight. But Go at ahead. some point you will not 
work out? Um, no, but you can develop very good eating habits and you can have a, a very healthy lifestyle. Even at 75 years old, you can still be taking walks around the block. You can still play golf. You can still play tennis. Doesn't mean you eat pizza six nights a week. There are things you can do to avoid those pitfalls of following right down the path. Same for the women. If you've got a woman who works out like a beast, her mom doesn't. She is not going to turn into her mom physically, mentally maybe. Physically, I'm sorry, it's just not because the woman who's putting on all the weight and looks like, as you put it, a mess is not going to be your girlfriend or wife if she, in fact, takes care of herself. Yeah, I mean, that's the great thing about Facebook now. When you first start dating a girl, you can look at her Facebook to see if there's any pictures of her with oh, her mom. God almighty. And I will do that, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. I do it. Do you really? Yes, because they all... But then you're not giving the girl the benefit of the doubt well, that she's... why I'm single. Still, that's a very many, many you know years what? into life. I really can't even say anything about this that. is what happens. Huh? Jerry, uh, <laughs> Joe Beningo was in earlier and he was very excited about the uh, Jets uh, trading back for uh, Darrell Revis. Yeah. And uh, he was wearing a Darrell Revis jersey. And yes. Joe is an older guy. He's in his 60s, I would he imagine. Is. He's 62. Yeah. Uh, a 62-year-old guy in a jersey looks awkward. And I had somebody tweet to me and said, at what age do you have to stop wearing jerseys? And the answer I gave this guy was, uh, on game day, I don't think there's an age limit. I think a 90-year-old guy watching a Jet game could be in a Jet jersey. I think uh, not on game day, I gave the cutoff at 24 years old. 24, yeah, I mean, I would agree. I thought you were going to say something like nine. <laughs> no, no, a 24, college well, I, kid, I out of college. I mean, listen, Ernie's running around wearing the Revis jersey. Well, everyone's excited today Peter about the Peter Schwartz Revis. wears Islander jerseys every night. That's the only thing that fits him. That's unfortunate. Shirt, shirts that would uh, usually have equipment under it. <laughs> you might be very right yes. about that. Uh, I'm with you on that. I think game day, you know what? You get into it. It's kind of fun. I, I don't think I have worn a jersey on a non-game day uh, situation. It's got to be 15 years. So I'm kind of with you. At some point, I don't remember what that point was. I remember going to put one on. It was in the house, my previous house that I lived in. So it had to be like 2000. So even then, I was 26, by the way. Or 27. I remember going to put a jersey on. I'm like, what is this? Like, why? Why would I wear this now? And I felt kind of goofy. But on game day, I used to wear them. I don't anymore because, quite frankly, I work for the team in a way. I work for Compass Media, as you well know. I do not sit there and wear the jerseys on game day uh, in a studio or wherever I do the game. Sometimes in a studio, sometimes not. We'll leave that alone. Uh, but I don't wear jerseys for that. I, I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think 30. I'm going to say 30 years old because guys don't get married now until they're 30. But I also heard this. What do you think of this part of that? So the, uh, the a guy on Twitter, I agree with this. He said, like, he would have no problem with Beningo wearing a Joe Namath jersey. So somebody what the from a difference? Th- because it's an older player. Yeah. Beningo dropping a, an Eric Decker jersey on him like he was talking about getting seems strange. I'm with this. I'm with the Twitter guy on this one. I, I'm, I'm going to um, I'm going to disagree. I think a jersey is a jersey just because it's from the era that you're from. So basically the 90 year old should be wearing Otto Graham jerseys. Yes. I like guess. when Boomer wears the uh, Johnny Unitas jersey. Yeah, but, yeah, that sounds good to me. Boomer yeah, putting on a... throwback, uh, I guess. Yeah. By the way, you guys were mentioning that with Boomer today about the jerseys he has. I mean, he's got jerseys of players. I never see him wear them. I mean, I'll see him wear them when he's promoting like a game or something and he's excited. Ranger jerseys. Boomer doesn't run around wearing jerseys. He does not. I mean, he's got them, but that doesn't mean he ever uses them. So, I don't know. Do you have any jerseys still? I have a Roger Stallback jersey. And I have a John Lynch jersey, Buccaneers. My, he's my really? favorite player of all time, John Lynch. Interesting. 
Um, so those are the only two I have. Now, have you gotten him on? I know Burkhardt and him are like really good friends now. They're partners. Have you? Um, you know what? Have He's you a, bread with him. I have not. He's a West Coast guy. Right. Uh, so I haven't had the chance. I'd love to have him in studio if we can. He's yeah, well, a little dry on the phone. Uh, but in studio, he'd be great. So that's it, Stallback and Lynch. Stallback and Lynch. Did you ever have any others? Or is that- oh, when I was a kid, Jerry, I was crazy. Oh, you did? I, I would have, mo- I, I had a Jim McMahon jersey, Wilbert Montgomery, Phil Sims, um, uh, Danny White. So you just like jerseys. I loved jerseys. How could you have a Montgomery jersey? I don't know, exactly. I don't know. I liked those old Eagles jerseys. That's insane. Yeah. A cowboy fan. By the way, you're such a big cowboy fan, I know. One of the Huge. more, uh, more one of the stranger ones. I like, got not strange, but obscure ones. See if you remember this guy. I had a number fifty-two Dexter Coakley jersey. I remember the name. Remember him? I would remember not what? have guessed his jersey number. Team. I don't. Cowboys. So you're not gonna remember this college, Appalachian State. Oh, you have his Appalachian State jersey? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm saying that's where he's from, though. Awesome. He was like, he, they came out of nowhere. And I also had a Dat Win jersey. If you remember him, yes. No. Okay. About the same time was another Cowboy linebacker who, ironically, when we were in New Orleans, I rode the bus back and forth to on media day. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. How about this one? So Boomer was talking about the 84 draft where he was picked, uh, and Boomer was like 38th overall, which seems insane. And he was the first quarterback taken. Even more insane. At 38. So I went, I was like, what other quarterbacks were taken that year? Yeah. So it was a bunch of dudes I never heard of. One of them drafted by the Cowboys, and I believe he played with them, Steve Pallor. Oh, of course, number 16. He was the heir apparent to Danny White, if you remember. Well, that didn't work out for him. Uh, no, he had a couple of good games, but he was not uh, He was not the answer. Yeah. That's for sure. That's where things went bad. Uh, things went bad for me last night, as a matter of fact. Right there is a segue. Uh, Rangers-Islanders, I was very excited to watch this game. I had a horrendous day, I'm not going to lie, with the whole putting down. Put your cat, cat down. Yeah, that, that's ugh, not good. So... 7 o'clock, Rangers, Islanders, I'm figuring, all right, let's go. I knew you had told me it was on MSG2 or something. So I go to MSG2, and it's Howie. Now, I like Howie Rose, but to me, I want to hear Sam Rosen. I'm not a Ranger fan. I'm not an Islander fan. I think Sam Rosen gets shortchanged. We talk about Doc Emmerich being, like, this greatest hockey announcer of all time. I'm not going to argue with that. I think Sam's right there with him. I think he's that good. Big game, I want to hear Sam Rosen. Can't find him. I thought the game wasn't on, aside from the Islander feed, so I watch Howie and Butch Goring, and you come in today and tell me the game was on MSG3. Or MSG+, Plus, I think they call it, but it's no, essentially the MS- Devils were on MSG+. Plus. Oh, so this was MSG3. I don't know. I never heard of MSG3. Yeah. I did not have Rangers Islanders, the Ranger feed, on my cable system last night. I'm not sure if I had it because I, I had no plans of putting that on, but I, I do have the cable vision, which I would imagine I would have to have it. There. You had to have had somewhere. Yeah. I didn't know there was an MSG3. And this is my point exactly when, you know, Craig always yells about nobody cares about hockey. Honestly, like. The, they don't care about right, it. Right, and they own the teams, and they put the Knicks on the real MSG. I don't I don't understand. I think, it, I think what Boomer said today is probably true. It's probably tied to some sort of money and contracts. That having been said, when you have a Ranger team that you think is going to be really good, and before the season began we thought they'd be really good, and you got an Islander team that was supposed to be good, I don't know, this good, you got to look at that schedule and say you got to do something better than something called MSG3. Now, the game was on nationally on the NHL network, but not in New York because it was blacked out, so they went with NHL on the fly. I, I was very disappointed last night. I wanted Sam and Micheletti, and I, I'm, I couldn't find them. Yes. Uh, Jerry, Yankee news. Oh, okay. 
Uh, the Yankees have named Hideki Matsui special advisor to Brian Cashman. Now, this sounds like a made-up spot, like when George Costanza was the mm. assistant to the traveling secretary yes. when he was hired by the Yankees. When he slept in his desk? Uh, yes, uh, under his desk. Under his yeah, desk, he made, sorry. did naps. Um, I don't uh, – what's the deal with this? What's the deal? Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. I, I You know, these types of roles, there is something to it, obviously – but I don't know exactly what his role will be. Is he going to spend his time overseas in Asia and Japan scouting players like that? Because he is a legend in Japan, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. So um, maybe that's the idea, to go and find the best Japanese players to bring them in, and the Yankees can be first on that bubble. But like Craig said, which kind of hurts the argument, they have scouts all over the place, and there are Major League Baseball scouts everywhere. I don't know. Maybe they just like him. They want him around because he was that good of a guy and that good of a player. I don't know. I'd love to know what the salary is. I mean, he made a boatload of oh, money. Awesome. Or is this a job without a salary? Oh, it's got to have a salary. They're the Yankees. I saw one of the articles said that he would be traveling to the various minor league teams to help them with hitting. So now, okay, if that's the that case. That sounds like a hitting coach. Then he's more of like a roving hitting coach, which makes a little bit more sense than calling him a special advisor to Brian Cashman. Right. That puts him more in a coaching mode, and maybe he's got managerial aspirations and this is where he starts. Oh, it makes sense. Good for Matsui. He was a good player. I never thought he was a great player. I'm sure I'll get beaten up for saying that. I thought he was really good. But they liked him. He did a lot of good things for the team. Good for him. Jerry, there's another thing I saw. This would have affected you uh, yesterday or two days ago when you left your car running all day long in New York City. <laughs> yes. So for those who don't know the story, you went out in the morning to move your car at like 4 a.m. Yeah. You got yourself into a nice spot. Then you got out of your car without shutting it off and came to work. Correct. You went back out to your car to go home and realized your car had been running for eight hours. Correct. Idling for eight hours. Idling, yes. Back and forth engine and battery. It's one of these hybrid cars, yes. Yeah, well, New York City has a law, Jerry, where you're not allowed to idle your car, and there are hefty fines for this. You're not turning me in, are you? I'm, I would have had no, I known this. I only, I only read this today. <laughs> um, evidently, they're, they're asking New Yorkers to videotape idling cars. <laughs> you send it into the, the uh, Department of Transportation, I think it is, oh, and then God. you would get fined for owning the idling car. I would get a bonus, some cash in my pocket for turning you in. I just can't imagine the amount of people that could have made some serious money with you idling your car for eight hours. Now, a that lot. is also goes against the environment. I would think idling your car for eight hours. You know hours. what? You can all stick it because I got a car that's good to the environment that's averaging 48 miles per gallon. I'm doing good by the environment. I made a mistake. You, you little predator, want to go <laughs> turn me in for a couple of extra dollars yeah. and bringing this to light. That's no good. You're supposed to, you're supposed to have my back, not... Stab me in the back. We have to police ourselves. There's not enough uh, New York City police officers around. Yeah, I know, I know. It's not like they give tickets for alternate side of the street. Park. Oh, that's right. You got a ticket yesterday. I did yesterday. get a ticket oh, yesterday. I see. Yeah, that's why you want to win the money back. There's a lot of parking rules around in New York City. I don't understand the signs. Out. I don't know the difference between no no parking and no standing. Right. Why? If there's a sign that says no standing, why can't I park? Right. I'm mean, right. I and think it, standing means idling. Right, That's so what why it sounds can't I like park to me. and turn the car off? I don't know. But you can't because no one ever does it. You have the big red signs. So how about this idea? It, with that way of thinking, a no parking sign, you could park your car there and idle it all for eight hours. That's perfect. Because you wouldn't be parked. The car would be running. You'd be idling. <laughs> He's such a jerk. 
All right, now, lastly, uh, this is something that's going to probably, on a scale of 1 to 10, generate a zero interest with you. But I want to ask you anyhow, just because it's it's not often this things that these things happen. Princeton uh, basketball, not men, but women, beat Penn last night at the Palestra. That's in Philadelphia where Penn plays. Uh, and they went 30-0 and 0 this season and actually have a national ranking as last check of 12 or 13 or something. Does that interest you? Do you think that's something cool, or do you think, who cares, it's women's basketball? I say uh, it does not interest me because uh, doesn't that Tennessee team go undefeated every year? With uh, No, but UConn does uh, does that quite a bit. Tennessee the, used to. Uh, Pat, uh, Pat Summit. Pat Summit. Used Didn't to be she used to just Tennessee. dominate and never they lose did, games? But now UConn has pretty much taken over those ranks, I think. For women's basketball. But I guess my point is, you know, a local team, it's not a Big major program going thirty and zero. Forget that it's women's yeah, but basketball. Who are they playing? Just the difficulty of doing that. My alma mater, well, Kane I mean, University. They are playing Ivy League teams that are on the same level and same par in terms of um, athletes that come in, and they're playing some bigger schools too. I guess just as an athlete like yourself, yeah, you know, lacing them up and going out and winning every single time. I guess. Pretty cool feet. I guess Al that's doesn't cool. care, so that's going to do it for no, the no, podcast. No, no, I want a real quick thing, because you, you hang around Columbia folks I also. I always wonder, these Ivy League teams, yeah. they're clearly smart uh, students sure. uh, who definitely go to class of course. and earn their degrees. And work so their I, butts off on yeah, the road. Yeah, so how are they able to do that and be competitive in their sports? Well, be, uh, because they dedicate a few hours of their of their free time to their schoolwork, no question. But they also, I mean, like the men's basketball team, they practice three hours every single day, and they're in the gym for a couple of hours on their own. I mean, and by the way, I think you would be stunned, and a lot of people would be stunned if you ever saw what these guys look like. These guys are ripped and chiseled, and they're damn good. And I mean, they're geniuses. And they're very smart, yes. I don't think they're all getting 4.0s or whatever you can get now, 4.5s or whatever the grade point average is. But they all pass their class. They all go to class. And they're damn good athletes. It too. must be impossible to date a student athlete at an Ivy League school. Very hard. I don't know how they have time for it. But I'll give you an example of just how good they were run out of here. Watching Columbia the other night, they played at Princeton on Saturday to end their season. They have a kid by the name of Mato Lowe. He's from Germany. Great player. One of the best in the league. He was 11 of 13 from three before he missed a half quarter at the buzzer. Watching him in pregame warmups, I believe he made 19 straight threes from the right corner. 19. It's pretty impressive. Because it's easy to date an athlete from another school. They they don't go to their classes. So you can, when they're not playing or in the gym, that's when you can go but on even dates. Them, but even them, they are still committing so much time. Oh, they are, right. Practice. <laughs> some of them do go to school, Al. Uh, not all of them. Some of them. You think Boomer was a big uh, go-to-class guy or no? I do. You do? I do. I think Boomer is uh, pretty into the rules. I do. He does tell the story. He met his wife in the library, so he had to go into the library at some point. That is an interesting story, though, Yeah, he faked his way through that. Very funny story. He's yes, told it on the air. Story, yes. It's very funny. Anyway, Met his wife in the library. Uh, all right, we're done. Do you say library or library? Library. Yeah. L-I-B-R-A-R-Y, right? February. I got to go to the library. No, say, library. How about say you have to go to the library in February and then I sign off. I have to go off. to the library. Hold on, do it clean. Right. And then you'll sign off. I have to go to the library in February. February? February. 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 <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is. February. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.